Blog Talk Radio. To the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, January 20th, 2024. I'm welcoming you across time, whether you're listening to the live show, which always broadcasts spontaneously, generally at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. And right at the outset, I'm going to refer you to FrontierBeyondFear.com, the website for this show, where there is also now information on my upcoming speaking appearances at the New Living Expo in San Rafael, California, April 19th through 21st, 2024. And I will also be at a booth there. Booth number 25, Um, this is all taking place at the Marin Center, Marin Center, Um, and um, so, and the speaking events are at the Embassy Suites nearby, so I hope that if you're looking for something interesting to do this spring, um, you will come, and um, it's in a beautiful venue, and right next to the wonderful Muir Woods where there is beautiful old-growth forest, and um, I have wonderful memories of that place, having visited um, a couple of times. So um, thank you for being here. If you're listening on one of the syndicates across time, welcome us. Welcome to you. Um, this show broadcasts on iHeartRadio, or the podcast is there, um, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Today, I am speaking about trust because it is so very important. And I intentionally repeated it. Trust, trust, trust. Can you say that to yourself in this moment? Take a deep breath. Say it out loud. Trust. 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 Say it as many times as you need. Say it throughout the day to yourself, whether out loud or silently. Trust. I almost named this program as an afterthought. Active Trust. Active trust means that we are still actively working towards a positive outcome, whatever it may be. We are still actively taking on new challenges, 
pursuing our dreams in whatever simple way we can, given our current circumstances, your current circumstances may feel like they are blocking your dreams. Then most of all, keep trusting. Keep trusting. Everything unfolds in the ways that they need to be. When we look back on our lives, we can see with more clarity why certain challenging things happened, why we were blinded to this or that, or maybe at that time we were not very spiritually aware And, um, you know, the ironic thing I've noticed um, is sometimes, um, for example, in terms of abundance, we may have been the least spiritually aware compared to other times in our lives. And yet we may have felt like we had all that we needed. Or we look around us and we see that people who are not spiritually inclined or are engaged in some um, less, Um, productive, less um, helpful efforts in the world that seem to be contrary to a positive direction, you know, they're just hauling it in, it can seem. Well, things are not all the way that they seem on the surface. Those shadows that exist out there that seem to be accentuated They have to exist for a reason, even though it's very difficult sometimes for us to understand why. I have often called this the biggest question, and we have every right to ask the question. We are participating in this earth experience. We are a part inseparable from the omnipresent divine. You know, so often that concept itself is misunderstood. Plus, we aim to constrain it in so many ways from our current drive to think that we have the ability to fully rein it in and understand it and reduce it to some law, to some um, some simplistic concept. While we do that, we forget about the mystery and that we aren't going to figure it all out and that there is a mystery to how everything unfolds. So many times I'm sure you can look back on your life, even though thinking positively about things can certainly help us, it seems like um, we have all the the positive um, direction and intent in the world and yet things don't go as we expect. And the world itself is a good example right now because it can seem like, why is it this way? That's because we are not acknowledging the mystery. Things unfold in mysterious ways. Things unfold in ways that we cannot see. I fully believe, first of all, we're not all here by ourselves in a vacuum. What we do impacts other people. There is not a thing that you do in your day 
when you're out and about, certainly, and I can even think of more obscure ways in terms of even if you think you're home and not impacting anything, well, are you using up some bandwidth online? That may be impacting someone else. Does your neighbor hear you? Does someone hear me out the window right now while they're walking their dog? I don't know. I haven't looked. They could be hearing me. It doesn't matter what you can fully except to the degree that we have to surrender ourselves to the mystery, to the path, and to trust that things are unfolding in the way they need to. There are soul agreements between us. I fully believe this. This is a belief system. Um, I believe that I have seen evidence. In fact, I know in that case, I was almost going to do a show and will soon on knowing and belief that there's a difference when you observe evidence of something that is solid that you can repeat that you can show that produces a knowing when you um, apply to that a particular way of believing about those things in the spiritual realm that can then go to belief and in fact i was thinking about it yet again that this simulation theory that we keep hearing about, you know, that is always there up on the shelf. I don't actually believe in that theory, but if we are living in some kind of simulation, and I have faith beyond that theory, but say we were, then everything in our experience could be simulated, including our spiritual experience. However, That's where faith and trust come in, that there has to be something more. I mean, what an empty existence it would be if it was strictly material and this is all some useless exercise. There are things that we can observe that help us with our trust. There are incredible synchronicities that can occur and do occur. Those meaningful coincidences. I had a fun one just yesterday. Um, I am going to be appearing at the New Living Expo, and the, the it's been a continual journey trying to figure out since I haven't um, been out in person speaking recently. I actually was going to speak at a big expo right at the beginning of the COVID era and have spoken many times in the past, but we've had these unusual years in between, and really... Things are only now coming back together. So I am now going out and speaking in a bigger way than ever in some ways, certainly in person, although my voice has been heard in wider ways um, in other um, venues, not at an event. Um, So, well, I guess even at an event, I've spoken to lots of people, but in terms of, yeah, it's hard to think about. You know, I don't want to, don't sell yourself short. In fact, I tend to do that, too. And maybe after this COVID era um, where a lot of things came to a stop, um, maybe you've forgotten about some of the things that you were involved in before, not fully remembering just how much impact those things were having. So don't ever let go of that. Um, Value your experiences and value where you are taking them 
in the world. So I had this synchronicity where there's a picture that I found to give to them. Um, it's newer than, there's actually two pictures they're using. One is newer, one is older. And actually the newer one is quite, you know, it's quite accurate. Um, and, you know, we have to come to peace with these pictures, I tell you, um, because we we can have trouble coming to peace with them. This one I'm dressed in a way that I don't usually dress, more colorful. Um, I was hosting an event. At the time, it was before the COVID era, but it really is um, yeah, pretty accurate, I would say. Um, and um, so I had some going back and forth on this picture. Um, well, just last night, there was this Facebook post that showed up in my feed, which essentially was on the um, – it had to do with get yourself out there and how you have to welcome change. It didn't say speak specifically, but that was the message. And the colors in this picture and the, the kind of this wild hair, it was on a hippie feed, spirit of a hippie, or maybe it was a different hippie feed. There's a couple of them out there. Um, and it was just so funny and synchronistic because it sort of echoed this other picture that is being used for the expo coming up. And as such was an affirmation and it basically said put yourself out there and i did something bold recently for years i have owned ufodisclose.com and i used to speak this in fact i just thought about this as i was speaking i spoke very visibly at um, local ufo events on national radio at the time live on on a panel one time in a group setting. I mean, this happened more than one year. I was in person and I was on the radio and I used to be on the radio on national radio quite a bit. Um, and not just this show, which is online. And so don't, I can't sell that short. And what I tended to talk about was how we have to consider the spiritual, when we talk about the UFO phenomenon, any consideration of what extraterrestrial life would be like, far too often materialistically, that is reduced to the smallest of considerations. And it is beyond the nuts and bolts, which um, is right at the top of UFOdisclosed.com. And I intend to speak more about that um, and more visibly now and claim that part of myself. I've been interested in this topic since I was very, very young. And it's an important topic. It's something I've wondered about on a spiritual level as to how you think about beliefs when you realize we're in this broader context. And now that um, in this time in my life, we've verified that there are all these planets out there, and there's just so much to think about, and I'll be writing more on that site. And there are other sites where I will be writing more. I, I had intended to write more already, but um, I've, it's been a busy time. I'm helping multiple people um, getting ready for this expo and facilitating as moderator this panel that I'm involved in and um, it's and doing these events thanks to my friend 
um, Jean Manning, who I've assisted, who's been writing for years um, very courageously about ways that we can pursue, um, you know, more innovative development um, and to how we need to open the doors to that, even though really deep down I continue to believe that we are having a growth experience here on the earth, we really went down a very challenging and not the most productive of paths um, when, when we started pursuing industrialization and technology. That if we had focused on our spiritual development, the earth would still be pristine and we would have everything and more that the material can provide us with. Because the spiritual has the greatest potential. Everything you could possibly need is available on the spiritual path. And we would live in peace instead of all this fear. And we never would have needed this continual development that feeds conflict. But we are on a growth experience on this earth. And no doubt it is going into, we don't need to label it. It's a belief to label it the Akash. Um, but there is a collective memory. And let's not belittle each part of that memory. It's not just some vast memory. Each one of us is a special creation having a unique experience. And the same is true for the earth. This is creation in motion. And as to trust, we tend to claim that there isn't this greater um, reality. We are inseparable from the omnipresent divine, yes, absolutely. But we don't know everything from this vantage point here. We have veiled that knowledge. We are living our uniquely created paths. But the omnipresent divine, there is a higher, there is a broader, there is a grander that we are connected to, but cannot see everything. There's a greater plan that unfolds. And we're so afraid to acknowledge that because we think that it disempowers us. No, we are not puppets on a string. We are a part of it. But there is still a greater plan and that is the mystery that is how things unfold mysteriously things happen in mysterious ways and sometimes sometimes we seem to be going down a really awful path and yes that's the great question and each of us has the right to question that as to why is it really worth it why why? Why? It's okay to ask why about the darkness. It's perfectly okay. And in multiple belief systems, we should be asking why. Well, I can see an answer that makes some sense. And it has to do with free choice, that there is freedom here. We are not puppets on a string. And in fact, if we misunderstand any type of authority, whether in the microcosm or the macrocosm, um, that's where we tend to go. 
that there is this um, urge to make everyone puppets on a string. Well, at the highest level, we're not puppets on a string, and so we're not going to be that at the lowest. Collaborative leadership, I was, um, you know, when I was in the corporate world, um, I was really excited about how we could form more partnerships in my um, the the position that I had um, at the end of that time in the traditional corporate world. Um, I was um, literally working on um, an executive floor of a very successful software company. It wasn't a huge company; it was about four thousand people, but it was my dream job. I really obtained. Um, whatever my dreams would have been at that time, beyond my dreams. I could not have imagined. I didn't even know. I had no desire to do that until it became possible. And how many times does that happen in your life where you don't actually know what is possible? But one of the things that I really wanted to assist with, because I've had a job where I was um, a liaison between the executives and the engineers, and I did a lot of different things in this communications role as a communications manager globally um, within the engineering realm. And um, I was passionate about helping to facilitate that connection so that on a human level people would connect because it would only help more with the forward progress of what we were doing. Um, So let's not be too hasty in how we define um, power dynamics because this notion of being puppets on a string does not exist at the highest level. We have free choice. We are empowered and we are aspects of the omnipresent divine. There may be indeed a greater plan. In fact, I know that there has to be, but that too is a belief that I have. Um, But we are a part of it and we're contributing to it. And at a higher level, even more so consciously, And how much we can see that can be a spectrum within our life. But it absolutely helps us with trust. There are times, you know, I'm thinking about this expo coming up and all the different things that I would like to do. And isn't it easy to say, oh, that would make it so much easier if. It would be so much easier if. How many times do we say that? And Often, things unfold in a way we don't expect. And if you look back, like if one way it seems to be blocked, there's a reason for that. And often you can see that in terms of agreements with other souls. These are agreements that are made at the soul level, where you needed to be somewhere at a particular time, in a particular place, to do something to be in a position to help in some way. And it may not have made logical sense until you looked at it from the future and you said, oh, yeah, if that hadn't happened, I mean, just think about your life. 
There can be dark things, for sure. Those dark things can teach lessons. I don't want to belittle the dark things that have happened to you, where you have been victimized or something very difficult happened in your life. I don't want to belittle that. But what I can say, despite the most difficult question as to why, is that over time, there may be ways that you can teach, that you can show, that you can can help others because of that difficult experience. But it doesn't mean that whatever that experience was should just be excused. We can't make excuses for the darkness. We are looking for the light. We are looking for omnipresent love that we are all connected to. This planet, um, I can't say what happens on every other planet. I'm sure there are planets where dark things occur, where there are difficult growth experiences. I I, I really think um, it's, it's rather egotistical of the earth to suggest, even though we are unique in our own way, to say we are the only this or the only that. Well, we're always going to be special in some way. Every one of you is special in some way. But there could absolutely be difficult journeys on other planets, um, even darker planets than this one. There is also light here. The darkness reveals the light. And I do believe that everything that happens for us and to us and with us participating, because, um, you know, it there are things that happen and they're hard to explain, but they are all visible at some level. Every experience is visible as unfolding creation and it can only lead to growth. It can only lead to growth. There has to be a reason. There has to be a reason. To suggest there isn't a reason is it renders everything meaningless. Existence itself would probably, um, we, we wouldn't be able to explain it if not for a reason. And we naturally, as human beings, seek that. We need to keep trusting. I know the live show is ending soon. This one will go over a little because I had some synchronistic quotes that showed up before the show. So this will be one where I'll be doing some readings um, during the podcast portion, not in the live show. Um, thank you to Blog Talk Radio. I see once again they've been featuring this program while live in the top position um, on their front page and on under live spirituality as well. And I appreciate that very much. I, it is not random. And um, I, I really hope that this is a helpful, hopeful message for those who are hearing it, and one that can reach to multiple parts of the world. I want to quickly note that I chose an image that I took some years ago of spring 
And also I was on a bridge, which um, is very meaningful to the work that I do. Um, And here, many of us are looking forward to spring. It's been a very harsh period of the winter right now for a good portion um, of the United States, certainly. And no doubt up into Canada as well and other areas. And I haven't really looked what's going on in Europe and other places. But wherever you are, if you're in winter, I'm sure we're starting to look forward to spring. And that is indicative of the hope that I'm talking about. Um, Here's a quick quote from Alexander Pope, who lived 1688 to 1744, I think, if I understand my writing. Um, From an essay on man, hope springs eternal in the human breast. Hope springs eternal. And trust and hope are very much related. They're not quite the same, but they are related. Sometimes things don't go as badly as we fear. In fact, often they don't, but sometimes dark things happen. Here's a quote from Mark Twain, who lived 1835 to 1910. I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. A quote from Buddha, who was born 564 B.C. Nothing is forever except change. Live listeners, Go to FrontierBeyondFear.com for more information about this program, and I appreciate your being here live with me. I feel that energy of support while you are here. Those of you who are listening in the future, your inner energy is with me just as much. In fact, sometimes even more so in a way, because I know as my voice starts to rise again in more visibility. And yes, I do need to acknowledge that again, though where it will go now, I will see. We'll see. Again, that's part of the own mystery. Not just I will see, we will see. I trust in this path and where it exists within all the other paths and within the greater path. I trust that I can't see everything. And that's what trusting is all about. Even when I don't understand the hows of some of the things that I would like to do, and how often is that true for all of us, I keep saying, trust, trust, trust. And there is a kind of surrender that is also empowered, where you value who you are. You need to value who you are within the spiritual context, within the human context. You deserve to be a free-thinking person on a spiritual level. That's why we're here. Those who misunderstand Um, how leadership should work, we'll try to take that away and diminish it. But that is an aberrant, that is a, um, that is not leadership, actually, at all. That is not leadership. It is very tempting to be that way, 
as a leader, but it's not leadership, not true leadership, not conscious leadership, another way of labeling it that I've thought about for a long, long time, including in the corporate world. So other quotes that I have in front of me here. Make sure I got the ones that are on the notes. Um, here's one, John 14:27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That's always a very comforting um, just those words, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That is the frontier beyond fear. I actually um, updated the tagline for this program last week, feeling that some of the words that I chose many, many years ago, they've shifted in understanding to a degree. So I changed it to love is the only way here. Welcome to the frontier beyond fear. I opened to a passage today, more than one actually, and I'm going to read those because they are very synchronistic. And when I do this, I put that question out to the writer who exists in the higher realm and I say what is it that you want to say if you don't want to say anything that's fine but if you do let me know and I invite that the first thing that wanted to be read that I opened to is from Ralph Waldo Emerson and I was kind of looking in the general direction of this um, so I can't say I opened totally randomly, but I quickly found the passage that wanted to be read. Um, he lived 1803 to 1882. Um, this is from an essay called The American Scholar, but it's very broad. It's not specific to any one place. This information that I opened to, which is totally synchronistic, with the topic today. Give me insight into today, and you may have the antique and future worlds. What would we really know the meaning of? The meal in the firkin, the milk in the pan, the ballad in the street, the news of the boat, the glance of the eye, the form and gait of the body. Show me the ultimate reason of these matters. Show me the sublime presence of the highest spiritual cause lurking, as always it does lurk. In these suburbs and extremities of nature, let me see every trifle bristling with a polarity that ranges it instantly instantly on an internal law and the shop, the plow, and the ledger refer to the like cause to which cause by which light 
undulates and poets sing. And the world lies no longer a dull miscellany and lumber room, but has form and order. There is no trifle. There is no puzzle, but one design unites and animates the farthest pinnacle and the lowest trench. I just found, I didn't look hard, that just came up. And look at how synchronistic that is. The only thing that I would add, as he had a certain way of thinking about things, that was Ralph Waldo Emerson, is we as souls participate in that plan at a higher level. And even at a lower level, we're each, even though things unfold mysteriously, and notice how he talks about just the most mundane of things in his world, using some words that, um, you know, I'm not even sure what they all mean anymore. Um, but, um, like, I'm, it doesn't matter. I, I, sometimes I have to be careful when I look some of these up because we are looking into the past, and they lived in different times and different things were prevalent in those times. We are participating in a greater reality. But everything we do, we are not puppets. It can be hard to understand that. It can seem paradoxical sometimes. But we are not puppets. We are free thinking within the realm that we are. We're not flying off the earth right now, although who knows what could happen. Uh, but um, we're here in this earth reality, which is expanding. i take a little drink of water, just a minute. We are expanding in our understanding and in our spiritual capabilities. Here's a poem that I opened to by someone who we've read from a number of times, and it's nearby in the book, um, but I don't normally open to this poem. Henry David Thoreau, he lived 1817 to 1862. This is a part of his poem, Inspiration. And it's written within his own understanding, but you'll see how it's related. Whate'er we leave to God, God does and blesses us. The work we choose should be our own, God leaves alone. If with light head erect I sing, though all the muses lend their force, from my poor love of anything the verse is weak and shallow as its source. But if with bended neck I grope, listening behind me for my wit, with faith superior to hope, more anxious to keep back than forward it, making my soul accomplice there unto the flame my heart hath lit, then will the verse forever wear. Time cannot bend the line which God hath writ. That's a famous line that I didn't even realize was in this poem. I'll just let it go 
a little bit farther. Always the general show of things floats in review before my mind, and such true love and reverence brings that sometimes I forget that I am blind. But now there comes unsought, unseen, some clear divine electuary. And I, who had but sensual been, grow sensible, and as God is, am wary. I hear and get who had but ears, and sight who had but eyes before. I moments live who lived but years, and truth discern who knew but learning's lore. I hear beyond the range of sound. I see beyond the range of sight, new earths and skies and seas around, and in my day the sun doth pale his light. A clear and ancient harmony pierces my soul through all its din, as through its utmost melody farther behind than they, farther within More swift its bolt than lightning is, its voice than thunder is more loud. I'll leave it there. We won't continue the poem, which I'm spontaneously reading as I go. I'm always a little bit careful reading from the past because they speak within the context of their lives, and there were things that they couldn't see clearly back then, just as there are things we can't see clearly now. Um, and so I try to read the things that, um, you know, that really can speak to us now without um, using words that, that wouldn't work for us today. So he saw farther, and he was talking about inspiration there. You know, I love how this show can be um, it's an expression of my heart, and yet, um, and this has happened more, even on um, more visible radio, like when I used to um, be in very visible venues, whether on broadcast radio, like at that UFO festival some years ago, or when I used to write on the Oprah Forum as Bridge Builder, there is a voice that can come through us that is still our voice. It's still special to us. It's not... Um, some some unknown voice. I mean, there can be that that happens to people too. But when we're expressing our own heartfelt creativity and inspiration, we can raise our awareness higher. And it's still our voice, but it is also inspired by the divine through this uniquely created soul that is you that is me and that that is the wonder that is the mystery of it and how beautifully henry david thoreau talks about that experience that he had in his poem inspiration i had one more thing that i opened to if I can find it. If I don't find it, then I won't read it today. 
Uh, here we go. This is a very famous poem, and I actually looked for it. This is by Robert Frost, 1874 to 1963, and it's about staying true to your passion. Don't give up. Trust, trust, trust. Don't give up. You may be going through a difficult time right now. Don't give up. That's what this poem says to us. Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near between the woods and frozen lake the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. And he wrote that in 1923. That was, once again, Robert Frost, who lived 1874 to 1963. And that's a really famous poem. And um, it actually does have to do with, he didn't give up. He continued. He continued towards his passion, towards his promises whatever they were. Sometimes those can be promises. They can be promises to people. They can be promises to yourself. They can be promises to the omnipresent divine that you are going to do your best in this world. That best can shift depending on your circumstance. I love how Don Miguel Ruiz talks about that, how We can do our best every day, but depending on what's going on on a given day, our best can shift in that moment. Be aware of that. If you're not feeling well one day, if you need to take a break, I actually slept in this morning. Lately, I don't sleep in very much. I fell back to sleep, and I was glad that I did. There was no alarm to wake me up that I decided I'm just going to rest and it doesn't really matter how late. If I, I wasn't going to sleep past the time of this show. I doubted that. But what if I had? What if it was too late? Well, then I would have done the show later, but that would have been highly unlikely. I just let it go. Yeah, I have things to do. It's Saturday, but I still have things to do. My passion drives me forward, especially now. There are a lot of really exciting things happening. And I aim to bring my voice out into the world again. And more so in the ways that I can. I aim to help in whatever way I can. And yes, my best will vary too. On one day that may be more ambitious than on another. But it's time for many of us to do what it is we feel guided to do, to help, to help this situation here. 
on the earth. So I think I'll draw it to a close now. Thank you to those of you who have been listening. Now all of you would be across time since this is in the podcast portion. Um, Things will continue to grow. You may have come to this show because you've emerged from that growth that is yet to be that I can't fully see. You know, part of trust is trusting that whatever it needs to be, it will be. You do your best. Um, It's funny, I was just watching a Doris Day movie that was silly, um, and she always sings the song, um, que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see, que sera, sera. And that song has shown up for me at different times in my life. Sometimes we can get a glimpse of what the future may be. In fact, isn't it wonderful to think back? This happened to me last week. Um, I I literally found myself telling my younger self, you know, this life has not unfolded in the way that I expected at all. I never would have expected um, that I'd be some spiritual voice. I mean, I may have glimpsed it a little bit, um, but um, I, I just don't see how I could have seen this path. We can't see our paths. And, you know, that means it can be even better. And that was the message I communicated back. Despite all the hardships that I have experienced, and I have experienced a number of difficulties in this life, um, I know that there are those of you out there who have had it worse than me. So it's not a competition. Um, and I honor your difficulties for sure. I'm not trying to belittle how difficult life can be. But I've had my share as well. This has not been, um, you know, everything has not just come just like that. Um, although it can seem that way when you look back. I often um, comment on this concept of manna from heaven, where just what you need, when you need it, shows up. Sometimes when it doesn't, it's because you need to be somewhere or do something that you didn't realize. And so it's pushing you somewhere. But um, I looked back to my younger self, and I felt the vitality that I'm feeling, and I was thankful for that. Um, and just, But it wasn't so much, not even physically, just physically, it's more... Um, in my heart and how I think about things. I feel as young as can be. I feel um, that same enthusiasm that she felt in a different way and how happy. What what a message to give to my younger self, to have, you know, such a drive and such a feeling of hope and of potential and of working with my potential and growing it and how all these things that have happened so far, and what is yet to come. And we can all continue to unfold our potential. There will come a time when it's done. In fact, when I read these poets, I mean, some of them, I mean, they lived such a relatively short time some very famous people who have accomplished things in our world. And it's not all about so-called accomplishment. We must be mindful of that. You know, when I talk about this thing called the Akash, this memory bank, 
Every soul, it's a living thing. People can literally, or beings, and the omnipresent divine, your life is visible, the challenges that you faced, the things that, um, you know, we could look at every single life and see, even when a life goes astray in some way, even darkly astray, you can see the cause. Something, something very dark happened to cause that. And so it really helps us to release judgment or something that people couldn't understand that causes just a, um, a different direction that people who may have known you when they were young, how could they understand where you would be on this path? Well, because you don't have full visibility in what happened. And if you do, you would get why certain things unfolded the way they did, as unexpected as that might be. So, okay, now I really will close. Um, FrontierBeyondFear.com, once again, is the website for this show. There are other websites growing out of my work. Um, LightedBridge.com is another place to go to learn about me, and I'll be listing other pages there. Um, I'm wanting to grow our leapbeyondai.com. That's based on the topic of my talk at the one of my talks at the New Living Expo. That's a free talk that I'm going to be giving Friday night, April 19th. And it's free. You have to get expo admission, but then it's free. 7 p.m. Friday, April 19th. If you'd like to to hear that talk, I will be speaking live. So, all right. Well, I should be back next week. Um, This show, once again, airs live Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. So thank you again. Have a good week, or wherever you are, whatever time you are in. May your path unfold in a way aligned with trust, 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 trust. Take care, everyone.